Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another outstanding edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. <laughs> I am Ron Kolick. You are not. And with me, all the way from the land of the East Bridgewater, is the Blind Bombshell herself, and Kevin. Did you forget where you were for a moment? No. Yes, you did. Just forget which show I was on. Completely this. forgot which show you were doing. Yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> Hey, I know. That happens when you're like, what, 121, 140? I don't know. How old no, are you? when you have a bunch of shows. That's what happens. Oh, uh, all right. Okay. You wouldn't know about sluggish. that because you only you got need, one show. I think you need some wine. No, I just got back from the health club. I'm I can tell. Drag, See, sounds like sounds like it, it kicked your butt. Burning the whatever. <laughs> Well, I guess I don't need to ask how are you because clearly you're wiped out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I see Stephen Scott. Stephen's going to be coming up. Uh, let's see. We have the live video broadcast. Uh, what is it? Two weeks? The 18th. Yes, two weeks. 18th. And Stephen will be on next week because uh, Stephen Scott, for those who don't know, is a. Uh, a uh, spiritualist medium from Scotland, and I sent him out on an assignment. He's also spocky. And he went to <laughs> investigate the curse of Fry Castle or whatever the hell it is. And so he did it, and I'm excited. Next week we'll have the lowdown on it. So uh, I'm excited about that. So Very awesome. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. That's pretty cool, and you have the power to send out these minions out to investigate <laughs> places, you know. Yep. It is. It's awesome. It's we have a a, a field reporter. Yes, yes. Field yes. reporter is awesome. Yeah, like Jimmy Olsen, you know, he's a Jimmy Olsen of Ghost Chronicles. <laughs> but Absolutely. anyways, have you seen the new uh series out um uh Doyle and Houdini? Houdini and Doyle? I you know, I saw you post that, but I had not had a chance to watch it yet. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I actually clicked on it and it would not open for me so i said oh i'll look at it later and then it didn't happen so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well it was it broadcast live for the first time on fox it's ah. a bbc and fox production mm-hmm. uh, not bbc excuse me a british television and fox production um and it's it's pretty cool and the two guys absolutely remind myself of steve Parsons and myself oh okay <clears throat> yeah. really maybe yeah. a younger Ab- version no, no. No? Uh, no, they're about, the, about our age. But uh, it's... Old like you? Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Right. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting. And uh, the, only, the only thing is uh, Steve is the American and I'm the Brit. So, <laughs> <laughs> as it turns out. So, but it's, How did it's that exciting. happen? Uh, it's the way it is. The way the so, show works. All right. Yeah. So, tell, tell me about this show. Who, Houdini and... Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Oh, the, the author of uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes. 
Yeah, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. That that sounds pretty interesting. I'll have to catch it. Yeah, and uh, it, it's kind of cool because, um, you know, they go and investigate crimes with a paranormal twist. So it's kind of like an X-File thing, but back right. in the day. Oh. And uh, What night know, is it on? It's on Monday nights. Monday nights. Uh, I have to work, of course. Monday at 9. So Ooh, well, DVR it or something. I yeah, I could because yeah. uh, I get that. You still there? Hello. All right, we lost somebody. I don't know if it's me or her. Can't tell. All right. So in case it's her, I'll keep talking. So, anyways, uh, yeah, it's a cool show, and uh, it is on Monday nights at nine o'clock on Fox TV. So, uh, it's, a, it's, it's airing in the UK uh, way ahead of us. And, uh, yeah, we lost the end. Okay, so we did lose the end. Yeah, so uh, it is. And Steve uh, Parsons has been reporting, telling me, oh, episode eight is great. Episode nine, you're going to love episode nine, he says, and so forth. So, uh, if you get the chance to catch it, uh, catch it. And... Uh, it's it's it, it is Steve and I. There's no doubt about it. If you you see it and you've listened to Ghost Chronicles International or, or Medicine Person up at Spiracus, you'll you'll have to admit that it's it definitely Steve and I. So, anyways, that's what's happening with um, uh, what's the name of the show Houdini and Doyle, which is based on real story because uh, Houdini and Sir Arthur Conan Doyle were uh, actually good friends and they. Uh, uh, you know, they uh, knew each other very well. In fact, uh, Sir Arthur Doyle was the one that introduced Houdini to the spiritualist side. And, of course, um, Houdini eventually went on to uh, debunk. Hi, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. My computer just crashed. Something happened, that's for sure. Yes, it did. It's, uh, ever since I updated to uh, Windows 10, Mm-hmm. Anybody out there want to commiserate with me? Okay. <laughs> it's just, uh, I'm not feeling it. So, sorry about that. That's okay. Mm. But uh, here I am, and uh, I'll Skype back in in a minute as soon as my computer resurrects itself. Oh, what do you want? Uh... I'm on a landline. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but really, you know. Windows 10, okay, I, I don't think I've, I've met anybody who hasn't had a problem with it, so, yeah. Actually, so, I have Williams 10 on mother went at the shop, at the uh, office, and uh, uh, so far, so good. So, good you for go. you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I said, you know. <laughs> You're lucky. Aren't you lucky? Yeah. So, anyways, we've been doing these red light seances, and uh, they're getting more and more interesting, and... Uh, last night we had uh, quite a few. Maureen Wood was there, as it turns mm-hmm. out, and awesome. uh, so uh, it was it was good. We had a bunch of and Leslie Martin, of course, is there as well. So mm-hmm. it, it was interesting because we had a bunch of mediums there last night, and uh, we had a, a very interesting night. And one of my uh, favorite girl came through, and that of course is Bubbles. Bubbles. I was going to ask you about Bubbles. Saw your bubbles, post today. Yes. 
Bubbles, my little spirit girl, because she was rocking and rolling a table, and uh, <laughs> she made it really, uh, really an interesting evening. Uh, <laughs> nobody liked the name Bubbles except me and Sally, uh, so I guess is her real name. But uh, anyway. Okay. <laughs> So uh, I guess the uh, Boston uh, Spangler is here. So, uh, awesome. Uh, Kelly, are you here? Yes, I am. Hi, guys. Uh, hey, yeah, Kelly. And we are now speaking with Kelly Can Spangler, who uh, was, was a Salem witch and, and a friend of Ann Deninas as well. So welcome. Well, thanks yeah. for having me. <laughs> we can hear you loud and clear. Uh-huh. Sound good. <laughs> And, uh, oh, Kelly, it's been a while since I spoke with you. So, you know, what have you been up to? you still up at uh, Omens, I guess? Yep, um, I'm up at Omen on Wednesdays. And on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm up at Hex. And then oh, really? Thursday yeah. through Monday, uh, Friday, yep. And then Friday through Monday, I do my own business, my own work. Mm-hmm. Nice. So are you in the window at Hex? Yeah. Right now, my, what's that? Yep. Are you in the window at Hex? Yes, I am. Ah, that's so sweet. I always found that. I'm at the window at Omen, and I'm at the window at Hex. <laughs> Neat. I mean, how, how do you deal with that? I mean, you have, like, people walking by and saying, oh, do they make funny faces and stuff? Oh, I, it, you have to kind of ignore the window when you're reading. Sometimes it's not easy <laughs> um, because, you know, people are, like, you know, get their hands against the glass looking at you, and you're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but but I mean, it's 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 good because people see you and they know what you're there for, so they come in, they're interested in see, in getting the reading. So mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of the point of having you know having us sit up front. But um, uh, you know, it can be the only time it really gets kind of uncomfortable, I guess, would be in October because there's so many people and you get distracted. Oh my God, yes, you yes. know, but you get all the drunken, part, you know, yeah. You get all the drunken drunken idiots banging on the glass and yelling at you. We we do. Oh, That's yeah. terrible. Absolutely. Bums flashing their bums on the glass. They've done that. Oh, my uh, God. Oh, no. Not during That's reading, terrible. so I'll tell you it wasn't during reading. But, yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, it's not all the time, but you know what I mean. When it happens, it's like, oh, God, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, in, in days like this, I mean, we're not on Halloween, and it's in the daytime. Uh, do you get people still coming in or? Is there much of a oh, you know, clientele at that time? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like yesterday, I had nine clients. You know, really? at and today I had five. So they, they they coming in. Yeah, they're coming in. It's oh, more busy on the weekend. I mean, we have two readers down at each shop, and they're both kicking up to almost twenty a day. You know, wow. on a Saturday wow. and Sunday. So yeah, mm-hmm. we're, we're busy. We stayed busy all winter this year. We're I'm very pleased with the uh, the way things are going downtown. Yeah. Becoming the hot spot. <laughs> and and I yeah. haven't spoken to you for a while, but I, I do want to let leave you know that uh, somebody you did a reading for, uh, you told them that their daughter would have a baby boy, and guess what? They had a baby boy. Awesome. Uh, that's good to hear. <laughs> yeah. So I was told to report so that right to now, you, which I right did. Doing... What was that? Was it me? Sorry, that's my call waiting. <laughs> on a landline. Oh, no, I thought, I thought Ron was talking and I talked over him or something. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, um, no. 
But well, anyways, right now, uh, um, and if your computer's up, you can just Skype it anyway. So just add to yep, yourself. Yep, that's what I'm doing right now. Okay. Working on it. Okay. So anyways, uh, Kelly, it's if I had my cards, I would do my re- a reading for you right now. But unfortunately, my cards are in the office because you always do readings. And I thought it would be nice to do one for you. But I went to get them and I remember oh, I, I really do need reading the- too. What's that? <laughs> I can use. I can Hello? use a reading. You, you know. can use a reading? Can you? Uh, that was me. I'm back. Yeah, we know. We never, never left. All right. <laughs> well, I had to hang up one and pick up the other. So thank yeah. you, Ben. <laughs> so do you feel, Kelly, do you feel like when you're in that, that window, when you have like that natural light, do you feel like it gives you more energy? It, it, it depends. It depends on the time of day. <laughs> because well, when it's true. noon in, in the window and right. heck, it is scorching hot. So it, it it definitely gives you energy and make you sweat a lot too. Ah. Um, but, yeah. So it's like like a little. I mean, the sauna, natural huh? light is nice. I like I like the natural the natural light that comes in on you as long as it's not like peak summer and you're sweating to death. But right. Um, right. Otherwise, yeah. 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 And, and Kelly, I know that you've been doing some uh, working at your house, sprucing it up and painting and so forth. And you have a an, yeah. an altar at the house as well, as well, right? I have many, but um, the room that um, I've been posting about is my altar room, which is also my office where I read so, out of. Um, well, let, let me start you right there. As you said, you have many. I mean, when, I thought you only needed one altar. You, why more than one altar? Well, I have my main altar, uh-huh. which is where I do most of my workings for people and myself. And then I have yeah. my Lilith altar, and that, that's also used for lust or love or anything like that. I have a Sean altar out here um, oh, wow. dedicated to Sean Fourier. It has yeah. his things on it. Um, and, um, you know, a, a lot of stuff in here actually, uh, either he gave me or someone gave me that was his or he, you know, vice versa. Um, so, I mean, I have three in this room. Um, then I have many altars. I have the altar of the dead in my living room, which has family members on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have many altars on, on my cabinets. They're not really, they're just altars and I don't work those. Um, you know, so, I mean, there's, there's, everywhere you look, there's something that resembles an altar in my house. Mm-hmm. You know, the interesting thing, oh, Kelly, too, altar, is that most people really put together well. Do, <laughs> it, it, you know, the, the interesting thing, Kelly, is that most people in, have altars in their houses and they don't even know it. And that they take a particular area like the top of a uh, bureau or something and they'll put photographs of loved ones on it and they'll have maybe little momentums and stuff and they're and the reality they're putting together an, an altar exactly an altar for those that are passed or if they're people that they that aren't passed it's just a family altar you know family and friends to recognize and and remember them in good times mm-hmm. yeah good <laughs> I was going to say, it's funny that you asked her about an altar because I, that was actually, I was going to ask her the same question. And I know that uh, the last time that Kelly was on our show, we did a spell and I think it was for prosperity. Um, uh-huh. 
prosperity or money, I guess maybe this one and the same thing. <laughs> it's pretty much almost the same thing because what, what comes with money is prosperity yeah. or bills, depending on which way you go. <laughs> and um, a prosperity to bring in to bring in growth and to bring in money and to bring in good health and you know all these right. different things. Yeah. Um, and I, do you have people like ask you to do specific spells for them? Um, like when you're working yeah. with them? Yes. Oh, yes. I have okay. people that, you know, the main one is, the main one is the love spells, which I don't like doing. Ah, uh, um, of course. I that personally, makes sense. I personally don't like love spells because I, I feel you're tampering with, with, with natural, with, with love, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so what I tell them is like, you know, I'll, I'll do this for you. I mean, you better, you better really want this, you know, um, <laughs> because when I put it out there, you're going to get exactly what you asked for. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like blessing and a curse, mm-hmm. you know, um, and uh, to reverse that, it's pretty, pretty expensive. <laughs> you know, so, you know, so, <laughs> so you might want to be careful. Um, and so a lot of times, you know, I'll also just, um, I'll, 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 pick up items for them for them to do it themselves, you know, um, put, you, you know, they pay me for it, but I, I'll grab the stuff. I'll tell them what to do. And then it's done. You know, mm-hmm. I think love spells should be done by the person, not by someone else. Um, right. You know, personally myself, um, I do a lot of that mostly for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, of course money spells like quick money. I, obviously you're not going to win the lottery cause I'd be rich. If, I, if that were the case. Of course. <laughs> but I can get you quick money to help mm-hmm. you, you know, get through that week or that month. Um, you know, stuff like that. Healing magic. I do a lot of that as well for people to help them, get, um, you know, come through any bad health or injuries and stuff like that. And I do it for not just uh, humans. I do it also for animals. So, uh-huh. you know, I do it for cats so and dogs or whatever animals. if they're injured or they're, you know. Yeah, so just sending them out the blessings and healings and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Oh, that's neat. I never, I don't think I would have thought of that, you know, for my animals, yeah. but we all have our little fur babies, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're like our own, they're like humans to us. <laughs> yeah. You know, they really they're are. our family and we care for them. Mm-hmm. So why not send them some healing? They have a soul. Right. Right. Now, what's the most, have mm-hmm. you ever had a really wacky, unusual spell request? That you remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, really would stay I on the radio? No. <laughs> and, and, make it, and, make it, and make sense of it because I got this request on an email through my business, and this lady said that she wanted to re- – her and her husband wanted me to cast a spell so they could live on forever and ever and live many lives together in the future. And she went on and on, and I said, lady, this is a little bit much, I <laughs> think. Are you seriously asking this? Is this kind of a joke? Like, and she's like, "No, we really do. We want to live forever, and we want to That'll have be a many million lives dollars, please. together." Yeah. Oh my! No, I guess no. I'm sorry, can't help you. <laughs> That's not realistic. But hey, good luck. You know, no, I'm not a money taker. I mean, I I do it out of out of you know uh, respect for the universe, and 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 I course i get paid for my time but i'm not just going to take their money just because you know what i mean yeah right. sure i'll give you a forever life give me a you know twelve hundred dollars <laughs> i mean can you feel awful afterwards 
know. Well, that's that's good to know that you know you wouldn't say yeah sure, <laughs> yeah right. But no, no, no. yeah, I mean I know people be... that would because you know because it's all about the money to certain people. But you know I mean money's great and all, but I I do have a I do have a, a you know conscious. Uh, <laughs> that's good to know. <laughs> so we have a, a question from Stephen Scott, and he wants okay. to know what is the purpose of different altars, and are they specifically used for different purposes? Yes. Okay, so the, the different altars. Like I said, I have one altar that I use to specifically to give love. Mm-hmm. Um, and to give love to people and myself or whatever, you know. So that altar, I, I don't really, like I said, I don't like love so much, but I do have that altar in my house. And I do work <laughs> it sometimes. If I need to bring more love in the family or if I need to bring more love in myself or yeah. I want a little loving, so I, you know, call up and look for that, you know. So, you know, stuff like that I use that altar for. My um, uh, The ancestral altar, the altar of the dead, um, also, it can be used as a necromancy as well because you 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 want you know you're working with that spirit and you're asking them to do things for you at the same time, but you also make sure that you're giving back to your altar and the people and the spirits that you're working with. You know, um, you don't just take; you got to give um, mm-hmm. offerings or or well, whatever you know. And then I have my main altar, and that I use to do my uh, you know holiday spirit. Uh, uh, yeah, holiday uh, spell work, rituals, um, you know, just uh, other things I want to discuss. And <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. my secret. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, my main altar, I do anything I want on that, really. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so it's really something that's more sacred to me because it's got a various amount of magic on it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I do change it up um, to the to the specific holidays that are coming up in, in the witch's calendar and also, you know, Christmas as well. Um, right. And, you know, so, yeah, there's, there's different uses for each altar. Mm-hmm. Um, some people only have one, and that's fine. You can do anything on one. But if you want a specific altar, like I have Sean's altar, mm-hmm. and when I want to talk to Sean, I go over to that altar, and I'll mm-hmm. touch something on there, and I'll leave him a little something on there, and... You know, just kind of want to feel him for a night. I yeah, walk right. over to that altar and I and I meditate with him or whatever. You know, so there's, every altar is different um, yeah. and used and worked with, not used, worked with for different reasons. You know, right? Mm-hmm. What if, if people people mm-hmm. do that the the same with if they have a photograph, they will talk to that dead person's photograph, mm-hmm. and that's kind of similar with, with that. Do you ever purify your altars at all or, or cleanse them? Absolutely. You know, you have to. You have to, especially if I do, like, a big uh, ritual that um, maybe I had to zap somebody. We're going to say it. Okay, so I had to do it. <laughs> I had to zap someone. Um, okay. and, and it's more common more so than a hex. You know, there's a difference. I don't hex. I give back what you deserve. Uh. So it's kind of like getting back what you did to me or someone I love. So say I did that on my altar. Well, I'm going to absolutely cleanse the hell out of it when I'm done because I don't want that to linger around me, my house, my family, or my altar. So I'll, I'll give it a nice cleansing, you know, sage it, salt it, whatever you have to do, change it up if you need to, you know. Um, so you have to cleanse it, especially like all your tools should be cleansed. Like I was gifted some beautiful magical items recently from a friend of mine that uh, no longer, you know, was in need of these things. So, of course, Andrew and I spent two hours outside the house 
um, and cleansed each and every item with salt and sage. Took us almost two hours. Wow. Um, and we came upstairs, placed it on my main altar, and I left it in the sun and the moon for a few days to kind of purify it mm-hmm. even more so. And now they're empty, meaning they no longer carry the past in them. They are now cleansed for my use. Awesome. Now, if you were going to do your own altar, if someone wanted to set up their own little altar at home, what would you suggest they put on that altar? Anything that means something to them. Exactly. Okay. So basically, you have, say you have a nice table and you're like, oh, I would like to, I want to do this altar just to find myself health. So you put things on there that you find healthy. Or even a god or a goddess that represents health. You know, even like the Virgin Mary, she's, she represents good health. Oh. You know, so and in any religion, you know, like Isis, for you that believe in the Egyptian style, all these different healing gods and goddesses you can place on this altar. Yeah, so, I mean, whatever you feel is something special to you for that time, you mm-hmm. place that on your altar, and that is your sacred space and your beautiful sacred thing. Huh. You know, so. Okay. Yeah, so I know myself I have an altar that I have special things that uh, I put on it. And, and mm-hmm. you... So it's it's all yeah. about your person, again, your personal experience and and what speaks to you. So everybody's altar Absolutely. could be different. Oh, and, yeah. You know, if I want to yeah. put, well, you I... know, any, you know, whatever I want to put on it, a candle or a ring or a necklace. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? Yeah. Anything. That's cool. Anything like that. Yeah. And a rock. Yeah, it, it is very cool. It, it's rock. nice to have something like yes. that. Yes. You know, a rock. Yes. I have many of those. <laughs> Stones, rocks. Exactly. And, I have rocks you know, on, on, on my altar on my, as well. So, yeah. I have rocks in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, Kelly. You know, Me too. I mean, I love, all, I, love, I love looking at others' altars, you know, to see what they represent to themselves. You know, and what they represent to their gods, and it's a beautiful thing to to watch. Like we have at the shops, we have our healing altar, which is specifically to send messages to uh, out to the universe for those that are in critical now, need of healing. Um, we'll have to talk about that after. And then the break, we have the altar of the dead. We have to we have to take a break right now, so we'll, we'll come back. We'll talk about the uh, altars at the uh, uh, shops and and go awesome. into that. So, anyways. Uh, you are listening to Ghost Chronicles, Next Generation with Ann Carrigan and Ron Kolick. And our special guest is Kelly Spangler, right here on Tojanet Pararex, Astronet Radio, Planet Paranormal. My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the meeting of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology... I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache. I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. 
feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann and our special guest this evening, Kelly Spangler. So we were just talking about the altered hex, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, uh, we were, first we started um, off, off with Omen's altar, which was a healing altar. Omen, okay. And, you know, yep, at Omen, and you go and you, uh, people that need healing immediately or, you know, long-term healing, um, or even for yourself, it doesn't have to be for someone else. You can also put uh, a note on for yourself, and you place it on the altar, and, and uh, you know, we... We take care of that spell for you at at the end, um, and we have various different gods and goddesses in of every different uh, you know uh, type of religion on that altar. Um, at Hex, we have the altar of the dead, which is your ancestry altar, and what we have there is many many different photographs of those that have passed over from our guests that come into the shop. We also have, uh, you know, uh, famous people as a, you know, uh, you know, we have Prince up there now and, you know, oh, yeah. all, uh, David Bowie, all, all those beautiful artists that we lost this year are on there. Um, of course, mm-hmm. Sean's on there and one of the uh, Dragon Ritual drummers is up there. So you can also <laughs> leave offerings on these altars, uh, maybe something that, you know, your uncle or your, or your mom loves. Uh, be it a cigarette, uh, maybe a piece of candy or something, or or even a small, you know, little nip of something. Maybe <laughs> Dad likes a little quick jack, you know. You can leave that on there as well. So, it, it, and, and then, again, writing messages to them and placing it in the bowl on the altar. Nice. That's really cool. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. we talked about, we were just talking about rocks, which is funny. Um I, I don't have, know why it's funny, but yeah. You know. No, it's funny because I looked over and I have this book. I have like a, a, a my little bookshelf right next to my desk here. And I had picked up this hmm. book um, back in January at the Goodwill, um, the Book of Sacred Stones. And hmm. Kelly, yeah, I know. I saw it and I'm like, yeah, that's mine. Um, is there a particular, uh, are there particular stones that you like to work with? Or put on your altar, or, or, or yes. whatever. Yeah. Yes, I do. I work with selenite. Um, selenite is oh, yeah. a beautiful, weird kind of stone because it, it's kind of a crystal, actually, and mm-hmm. it can be in slices or it can be in a big form. You don't want to get it wet; it will melt. Oh. Um, and okay. what it does is it it helps it helps to contact with spirit, you know, and to kind of like communicate with spirit, and that's why I use that stone. Um, I like obsidian. 
uh, obsidian is a protection stone. And, um, you know, black obsidian, it, I really, really, really love that. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many different stones I like to work with. You know, for love is, uh, you know, the rose quartz, you know, to, to feel love, to want love, to just, just feel good about yourself. I like to put the rose quartz in my hands, mm-hmm. you know. So I do, I do love feelings of stones more than, than anything, you know, because mm-hmm. um, to me they are a gender. Um, example, if you held a stone, you, if you really concentrated and allowed that stone to talk to you, you'd know if that was male, female, or a bit of both. By the yeah, way, it feels, which by is the way legal in Massachusetts, so it's okay. <laughs> it is. Yes, you can feel it. Yes. So it is. You can feel the gender, and, and you know, it is. It is. You know, no, this is a masculine. This is a feminine. This has a little bit of both in it. You know, and and what what is it doing when when you touch it? Does it vibrate to you? Do you feel differently? You know. Uh, so stones are. Stones are, you know, it's earth. It's what we're made of. All these, you know, rocks, minerals, you know, all right. these things. I have a couple of stones that I find interesting for myself, and that's the, the Apache tear and also the, yeah. the um, oh, God, I just thought I forgot lost the name of it. It is the Lithadium crystal. Oh, man, I can't. Lithiacin, Lithiacin crystal or whatever. Um uh, Forget that last one because I can't remember the name. <laughs> but Apache Tears, uh, I, yeah, which are, you know, they bring emotional balance and they protect one uh, yeah. as well as, you know, they use for, uh, you know, psychic powers and clearer visions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. they, that's why I like Apache Tears. But I, I have other ones as well that I've, I've gotten through the, the years. That's neat. I have now, see, I have... Um, I have many pendulums, but my favorite pendulum is uh, it's rose quartz, and I just love it. It's that's my favorite stone, by the way. Really? Yeah. yeah. And I, so when she said, "I have that, a huge chunk that I just got gifted," get out oh, of here! Oh, that's nice. You would love it. You would love it. Yeah. And it's huge. And he and he and I was like, "Are you seriously giving this to me?" And he said, "Absolutely." It wow. Is, it is bigger. It is. I, I can't even tell you how big it is. Pretty big. I, yeah. <laughs> I I see them every once in a blue moon. I stumble across a huge, and I I believe it's rose quartz. Uh, set, you know, a headstone. You know, it's it's yeah. got yeah, it's usually do, do all it has on it quartz. is a name. Yep. You know, but the stone ah. itself, they have like a plate affixed to it, and that's mm-hmm. pretty. I think that's pretty cool. Now, I, I noticed that, that Mahler, Mahler uh, put on her uh, Facebook page about the Book of Intentions, which is an interesting thing. It, it, it's, kind of, uh, it's kind of like a spell in a way, and uh, you know, that, that you can go as, even farther and do a, a, uh, a uh, well, what's the intention board, or uh, believe it or not, even your refrigerator, you could turn it into an intention board. <laughs> And, and and no, really, seriously. Sure. That's, no, why yeah. not? Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. Do you work with that at all, or like the Book of Intentions, or or any of that? It? Book of Intentions. I never heard of it. Really? It's it basically. I never heard of it. A vision board, uh, a vision book. They call them sometimes. Basically, what it is is that things you want to do, want to accomplish, you put it in this. This um, 
uh, book are on a board, a vision board. And basically, you know, as is written, so would it be. So basically you, by... Oh, by, yes, yes. Tensions written down. Yeah, I, I, yes. I couldn't understand what you meant at first. Uh, yes, yes. Most, well, well, most women can I find that to be more right. effective than just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, most. that's what it is. You give power to the to the vision or the word by writing it down. Yeah. And either posting it in a book mm-hmm. or on uh, a vision board. Mm-hmm. I was just curious if you had used yep, that at I, all. Oh, you do. I, I, I have done that, actually. Barry and I, have, we did that, um, I think it was like a year ago. We had, we had like all these different things that we wanted to accomplish. And his idea was to do this. And he was like, why don't we write it down? And then as we go, we check it off. Mm-hmm. And so we manifest it because it's in our face every day. Exactly. Instead of in the back of our mind. It's a, so it's it's, a, yeah. it's a form so we of manifestation. Like Ann said, I use my fridge. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So at first, I'm sorry, I just didn't quite understand. What, what oh, that's all right. But yeah, that, I totally, yeah, we have done that. And it's very effective. Mm-hmm. I think a fridge is an absolutely like perfect forward. place for that, for your intentions. Mm-hmm. I've, I've done that a lot, yeah. you know, like, you know, put up, you know, put up pictures, put up, uh, write a statement out and say, I'm going to walk three times this week. Um, and every time you walk, put a little check mark up there or, you know, um, things, you know, anything like that, a- any goals, mm-hmm. motivations. I totally yeah. agree with that. Yeah, I mean, that goes to the thing. Yeah. So is it written, so will it be. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it, not only that, but a, a lot of people actually, without knowing, once again, is use their refrigerator as an altar where they'll put up pictures. <laughs> That's but, but seriously, true. they put no, up it's pictures. it's true, yeah. Or, they'll, or, or their child will, will draw something and <laughs> they put it up there because it's a, it's a gift and it goes up in there. And, it's, and, and, and in reality, it becomes a living altar. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I stuff all over my Anything refrigerator. Can be an altar. <laughs> my refrigerator so, has all kinds of pictures on the side of it, and yep. Sometimes I make it into a giant present at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's an idea. Do you remember That's... that picture? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, really uh, Kelly. <laughs> Kelly, uh, I wanted to ask you about this because uh, I just quieted another new uh, Ouija board. I've become a collector now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, the Haunted Victorian is being redone and rebuilt. And one of the things he won't do yeah. is allow Ouija boards in there. I just, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I think it's silly. I mean, if he's going to allow people in there to ghost hunt, if he's going to allow them in there to do EVP recordings, mm-hmm. um, I, like I've said in the past, Ouija board is an old school voice recorder. Only you're getting you're getting it right away. You don't have to wait for an answer and go back and listen to 15 hours of of, of tape. Um, so to me, if you're using it correctly and if you're working it, 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 I don't really see why it's a problem. But some people have superstitions. Some people think it's pure evil, and some people are afraid that if you bring in a board, it's going to bring something in with it. So maybe that's what his concern is. Um, my place is already haunted, so. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, it's most but, places. <laughs> <laughs> the place is not. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I don't. I don't like 
I love Ouija and all these, but I don't like to use it for recreational use. But if you're using it to contact spirit in the place of if you're paranormal investigating and that's one of your equipment uses, I don't see that being a problem. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a pendulum. You're going to use a pendulum? That's a Ouija board without the board. Right. You know, right. It, 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 all that is. It's all communicating. It's just a different form of communicating. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people get spooked out because of the Hollywood way of looking at the Ouija board. And, yes, yeah, some of them are made of wood, and what does wood do? Conduct and keep memory. So, yeah, you could have a board that might have some residual mm-hmm. in it. But, you know, most of the times it stays within the board. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because, you know, some people are, are quite adamant about it, and it, whereas they're, they're not about other things. They just kind of like this is their focus point of everything that's bad about uh, contact and spirit. Yeah, and I find that silly. It's one of the oldest forms of communicating with the dead. That and automatic writing, and, you know, before there was voice recorders, they used it, you know, by content through lettering, by writing, by, you know, letting it move your hand, and, you know, um, and then someone was brilliant and found a voice one day and said, hey, let's do this. You know what I mean? So it's, (laughs) excuse me, I just find it to be another way of communicating, and, I'm not against them as long as you're not a silly kid trying to get a demon to come in. You know, <laughs> that's a little ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you but, know, you know I, kids, I we, we try most... to scare them off from trying to purchase them. <laughs> I, I think that most of the, the problems really start with with young teenage girls, basically, uh, doing slumber parties. Yep. And they just go in and they, they have some kind of an experience with it. And, and, and of course, they're so impressionable that they that age they're you know they they get the uh, from the shows on TV and and the movies and they 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 read it the wrong way at times or, or in in some ways they mm-hmm. may create it there by themselves so that's where I right. believe it's the 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 bulk of it's um, yeah, you you manifest spirit by invoking it by believing in it mm-hmm. by you know and then by fearing it you're making it become more powerful so uh-huh. and teenage girls. Um, I believe eight times out of ten times when you go to a, a house for a client, there's a teenager or any, any young lady from the <laughs> age of 8 to 16, 17 living in that house. <laughs> they create poltergeist activity. Mm. Wow. You know, so it's... Uh, they have a lot it, of energy. There. Yes, very pure, very... Women have a very magical side. Mm-hmm. No offense to you guys, but there is. We connected really hard with the tides and the moon and, you know, because of our menstruation and all that. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. we are manifesting spirit easier. Totally understand. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 I work in a high school. I'm not a teacher, but, um, you know, we have a club. And I'll tell you what, the drama and the energy those girls bring in uh, is exhausting. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to oh, say. I bet. Oh my goodness! Oh, I can I can understand. I have a teenage daughter, but it's a little, a little chill. But when they're all around, it's like, ew, slow down. <laughs> yeah, in groups, in groups, in groups. They're scary. Yep. Oh my god! So Kelly, Kelly I, I actually want to ask you a question. This goes back to when you do readings and when you do spirit communication. Do you find that? Uh, you might have run into a spirit in the past, and th- and they kind of like when you do this type of work th- that they'll c- 
kind of like jump in or, or be near uh, when you do it? Yeah, yeah, that happens. Um, that happens a lot, mm-hmm. actually. Um, when I'm doing, especially if I'm doing mediumship, you know, um, I can feel the spirit coming in that I know who it is, mm-hmm. and I have to block that spirit out so hard. Mm-hmm. And then they'll come and creep in. It's like open book, open story time. You know, everybody's invited to listen to my story. <laughs> you know, it's all the spirits that are coming in. But yes, I have um, had many experiences where old spirit would come in that I've encountered in the past that come forward now um, unexpectedly. They'll be here. You know, it's like being a medium yeah. and, and you yeah. know, Maureen can relate. It, it's a very, very trying sometimes. It is, yeah. And I'm a trans medium like her, so they come in me, Mm -hmm. and it can. And you guys seen that at Spirit Quest this year, and that was a very minimum one. um, How it can just get you. Yeah, no matter they, 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 if they remember you, they'll be back. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know some of them. Aren't, I mean, we we make it sound like you know they're bad too, but there are some decent spirits. For instance, uh, there's a spirit that Anne and I know. When I do my red light seances, uh, she shows up a lot. Uh, she mm-hmm. showed up again last night. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, okay. Uh, so it, it's interesting, and, and you know, and I, my father shows up a lot at, at times as well. Uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I never yep. never listened to what he has to say, which was just like in real life. So, uh, there you go. <laughs> Ron. yeah, that's true. That happens as well. And you know, my mom comes along, or my nephew comes along. You know, I wish there were other people that I haven't seen in spirit yet co- would come. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Sean right. comes. So yeah, I mean, but you know, then there's the ones you don't want to come. <laughs> right, and there are some out there that are, that are just plain annoying and and they they yeah. bug you and they, yet they may not you have be to evil, them. Just annoying. <laughs> yeah exactly so i i have a question i mean when uh, do you think that there's some some spirits that cannot or maybe will not come forward to you no matter i i feel like like i have a friend who passed <laughs> Uh, quite some number of years ago, and unfortunately, she took her own life. And I've I've always been I feel like I've always been very open for her to come to me, and I've asked her to come to me, but I she doesn't. I I once in a Maybe dream. Maybe she can't. Yeah, once in a dream. I know, and that's my question: Is there something that you know for some reason that they can't? That's a very good question. I mean, I have uh, friends and some relatives that have not come to me, and it's confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just believe that maybe maybe they have nothing to say. And I hate mm-hmm. to say it like that, but maybe, maybe. there's a reason that they they just don't even, maybe they don't know where they are. Mm-hmm. You know, they're still probably in a confused state where no matter how many years have passed, maybe they're, maybe they're stuck where they were. I mean, right I guess they don't we know don't know to- the... They don't really know the the rules and, and parentheses on the other side. Right, that's Maybe true. there are some spirits that, right. you know, if if the uh, you know if they can will interfere, it's it's not their their thing. It's you know they don't believe in interfering right. with you. Uh, you know, it could be something like that. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, you know, we have so many theories exactly. about life on the, on the other side, and we really don't know. So I mean, that's true, we, and we'll but, never but, know. That's why I'm well, saying we got, it's a good we'll question. Really I mean, I'll up. have my theory, and someone else will have theirs. 
Right. Exactly. You know, um, like my friend Marlene, she died of the swine flu back in 2009. And, you know, um, her mom and I are very close and she lives in, they live in Vegas. Now, here's mm-hmm. a funny story real quick is that we never personally met face to face, but we were friends for eight years. Talked oh, wow. the phone every day. We met on uh, a pagan website years ago, and we always like we were sisters, and oh, we wow. send each other pagan gifts, mingles. and we laugh hours and hours, and we'd say, "Hey, we're gonna meet. We're gonna meet." Well, in two thousand nine, unfortunately, is when swine was really big, and in November she had passed away, um, oh. and I've been wanting her to come forward so many times so I can at least give her mother something. Mm-hmm. Um, because her mother found her, you know. Um, so it, and it's really sad that I, that I would really like to speak to her like I used to, you right. know. And so she, so when spirit comes to me constantly, I wonder, where's Marlene? Right. We never wow. met in person. Is it that because we didn't meet in person? Mm-hmm. You know, so I have questions of that too. As a medium, I even question that same theory. It's, it's hmm. confusing sometimes. Well, that, that, <laughs> yeah. that, I'm 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 not happy to hear that neither one of us can connect with our friends, but that it's not just me, you know. Well, it's because not necessarily about right. you, so you know. Right. It's about I, them I, too. Right. It is about it is about them, you know. But you know, you have people that you were so close to in life, and you just always wonder, and especially when it's unexpected like that, and you're like. You know, sometimes as a survivor, you know, you feel like, you know, what did I, where did I go wrong? And it's not necessarily something that you did wrong. And, and no. so it's it just, you know, you just, it's in the back of your mind. It's, that's all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I noticed that uh, we actually have a, a question from Stephen Scott. It's been sitting there for a while. I don't know. Oh, if I'm we sorry. It. Yeah. Did we get, uh, I don't. Yeah. Stephen asked, uh, Kelly, um, how is uh, magic, uh, working is is influenced by the condition of the world and the people in it do certain spells work better or worse when the world needs them most in your opinion well that's such a great that's such a great question okay so here we go so as far as as far as spells or as far as prayer goes are the same thing so let's just say right now we all want world peace. Now, if every single person in this world prayed or did magic towards it, it would work. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there are people that block that. So because there's so many people in the world, doing world magic is a little difficult, mm-hmm. you know, um, if, that, if I'm answering this correctly. Um, but it, it, it seems to me like, you know, if there's a lot of ruckus around, your magic may turn into ruckus, you know. <laughs> Um, you want to pick the right time to do any kind of magic, especially when there's crazy events. Like, our country right now is in such shambles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's many times that I put out there, you know, I just want peace around here and everyone to get along. And, you know, and God, I wish that, <laughs> wish that we, with a whole new set of candidates we could go with. But, you know, <laughs> magic like that, it, it, other people are going against you. So it, it's like battling it's like hitting a brick wall. Actually, I have a message for you, uh, and I want to get it before I forget it, because when you said that, I'm sitting here, and there's a book staring at me right in the face that said, works of love are works of peace. So that's the message. So there oh. you go. Carry on. 
<laughs> that makes sense. That just freaked me out, actually. Uh, huh. Well, thank you. Weird. I knew I was going to get um, something from you before this was over. <laughs> it kind of, like, blew my head off right now because I kind of needed that little message. It almost yeah. feels like... Yeah, that was weird. But, um... I, I like that, that whole thing with like doing magic and, and depending on the world's energy. It really does. It depends even on your own energy and people around you's energy, how magic's going to work. I mean, there's been times where um, I, I have a coven brother, uh, Tyson, and he does weather magic. He can control oh, really? the weather. He made the rain stop around us, and everywhere around us was raining except for our circle. Oh, wow. So it's all an intention and all in the, in the way of what, what, I mean, a certain part of the world you could probably help with your magic, you know, but you can't help the whole world. Because if that were the case, we wouldn't be in, the, in this position in this world right now. Because we all, most of us, I think, more than, more than anything, want peace, mm-hmm. you know. So I believe magic is a prayer. We work it the same way. You know, so if everybody was a prayer and do magic, yes, this whole world would change. Unfortunately, some of us just don't have it in us, so the other people are knocking us down, you know. So if that makes sense to you, like the way the world is for their own personal gains. Exactly. Exactly. You know, but the energy does affect magic. It really does affect your magic. You know, like let's just say you're around a lot of negativity during the day and you want to go home and do some kind of uh, ritual, uh, you want to bring in something, and then your house is, you know, people in your house are in a bad mood. Well, that's certainly just going to wipe everything out. Right. Because yeah. now your energy is your energy stuck on you. So how can you concentrate? How can you make peace with anything if there's right. all that negativity around you? So, so magic should only be done when there's mm-hmm. peace around you for it to even have any kind of positive outcome. Well, I just heard the doorbell, which means the zombie pizza man is here, so uh, <laughs> we have to wrap it up. Kelly, you know what I noticed? We didn't even give out your website or how people can get a hold of you. Oh, no. and so You want to you give us that information before we do go off the air? Yes, absolutely. If you want to contact me personally, you can go to my website at kellyspangler.com, um, also salemreadings at gmail.com, and my business line, 781-799-9528. Awesome. And that's how you can get in and, touch with me. Yep, Very and good. go visit her uh, at Hex and Omen uh, as well. So there you go. Yeah, absolutely. Many places you can see me. I'm in Salem. <laughs> <laughs> Always. <laughs> so are you from Salem, Kelly, or did you migrate there? No, no. No, I'm from Everett, Massachusetts. Okay. Just curious, just curious. Yep. Yeah, I moved to Salem in 2010, but I've been working here since 2004. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mm-hmm. feel really sad because this will be the first year in, I think, 13 years that we, we won't be doing spectral evidence as part of the Festival of Dead. So Aww. it's... it's Aww. Well, it, you know what? In a way, it's good. In a way, Well, it's, you kind of called it last year, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, as always, it's it's so much fun talking to you and uh, enlightening Absolutely. as well. So, always, thank you, oh, Kelly. Thank you so much. I love you guys so much. Thank you. Uh, and thank you, everybody in the chat and everyone listening. Okay. Good night, love Kelly. You too. Have a great night. Good night. You too. <laughs> bye bye. All right. So awesome. there we go. Notice awesome. Great to talk. Tubes. Great yeah. to talk to her. Mm-hmm. Always.
So. So next week we have uh, Spocky will be on with the report on the curse of fried caffel or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> and, uh, awesome. In <laughs> two weeks uh, we will uh, have our live video broadcast as well. Yes, we will. Looking so, forward to it. With a special guest. Yeah. Oh, you guys, you guys are going to love our guest. I know I do. Don't give any hint. Yeah, I know you do, Van Helsing. (laughs) (laughs) So until next time, good night and God bless. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good law.